Welcome to the Low Carb Leader Podcast, a podcast focused on optimizing health and performance through a low carb lifestyle. Every episode will bring you a step closer to living an amazing low carb life. Come join us for this exciting journey. And here is your low carb leader and host, Dan Perryman. Hello, and welcome to the Low Carb Leader Podcast. I am your host, Dan Perryman, and you have joined me for episode 33. In today's episode, I interview Brad Yates. Brad actually started his career as an actor in Hollywood where he was on a soap opera, and he did a few other things before he became a hypnotherapist. Now Brad is well-known all over the world for tapping. It's a type of emotional freedom technique, and during this interview, he will explain what it is, and then we will actually go through a five-minute tapping exercise So it's a pretty interesting interview, and I will introduce Brad more as we start the interview, but he is actually the best-selling author of several children's books as well. So he has a diverse background and diverse interests, so I really enjoyed my interview with Brad. Before we get into the interview, I do want to let you know that we just completed the 14-day Tabata Challenge, and we had several hundred people uh, actively participating on our Facebook page with it. And that was a lot of fun. And I think that people were introduced to Tabata. And I think that others were already very advanced in it. I put a survey out asking listeners and viewers to vote on the next challenge. And it appears that the ab challenge will be next. A lot of people voted for the ab challenge. So I will probably be starting that in the next month or so, and you'll start seeing some advertisements around that so we can get you all signed up. It was a lot of fun, and I really enjoyed meeting everybody on the Tabata Challenge, so I'm really looking forward to the next challenge. As a reminder, I do have a big presence on social media. The Low Carb Leader Facebook page has about 42,000 followers now, which is very exciting, and I post on that quite a bit. I am also on Instagram at The Low Carb Leader, and then on Twitter at Daniel L. Perryman. So check me out on social media, and if you want me to check out your social media, send me a link. You can post it on my social media sites or email me at dan at thelowcarbleader.com, and I'd love to see what you are up to. Upcoming guest, I'm pretty excited. Uh, Mr. Jimmy Moore, Mr. Keto himself, as I refer to him, I am actually interviewing him this week, and so his interview will probably come out next week. I also have several other great guests lined up, and if you noticed, if you're a follower of the podcast, I would encourage you to hit the subscribe button, and that way you can have all the episodes delivered to you in a very timely manner. You will have noticed that I started new short podcasts midweek. I call them Hot Topics, and they will be 10 to 15 minutes. I'll try to keep them short. And it will be more of a question and answer. I posted the first three volumes this past week. It was from my Facebook Live with my coach, David Sean. And I just broke it up into Q&A. So my goal is to provide you with a very short podcast that you can just listen to a couple of questions and answers and get your fix real quick, maybe on the way to work. So I will continue my interview type podcast weekly. And then I will be throwing out Hot Topics podcast during the week. So I'd love to hear your feedback about that. And I'm trying to change up the content. So I have blogs on my website, thelowcarbleader.com. I'm doing longer podcasts, interview type. I'm doing shorter Q&A. I have social media. So it is my hope that you will have all types of resources. So if you prefer to listen or if you prefer to read, and I do post 
show notes and full transcripts of every episode. So if you prefer to read, you will have that available as well. So today's episode on tapping is probably something you have not heard of. So I would encourage you to listen and I would encourage you to participate in the tapping routine at the end, unless you are driving. All right. I hope you enjoy the show. On today's show, we have Brad Yates. Brad feels blessed to be internationally known for his creative and often humorous use of emotional freedom techniques, EFT. He was trained and certified at the respected Hypnosis Motivation Institute in Tarzana, California, where he served on the staff. Combining this background with training in energy psychology and various schools of thought in the area of personal growth and achievement, he coaches groups and individuals in achieving greater success, health, and happiness in their lives. Brad is the author of the best-selling children's book, The Wizard's Wish, the co-author of the bestseller, Freedom at Your Fingertips, a featured expert in the film, The Tapping Solution, along with Jack Canfield, Bob Proctor, Dr. Norman Sheely, and Dr. Bruce Lipton, and has been heard internationally on a number of internet radio talk shows. So Brad, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dan. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm very happy to have you. Uh, this is a very intriguing topic for me, so I can't wait for you to get into it. So you just want to um, maybe introduce yourself, give us your background, and then start explaining what you do. Okay. So the quick story of how does a grown man find himself tapping on his face for a living? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, it's a long story. Actually, you know, I started out as an actor. I was uh, had toured the world doing children's theater. I, as a stage actor, went to Hollywood to be a movie star, met my wife, and when she was pregnant with our first child, I thought, you know, I should probably have a backup career. <laughs> Even though I had, had had some minor success, I played a doctor on Days of Our Lives and a few little things, and um, I said, well, I should probably have a backup career. And so I, instead of uh, getting a regular kind of day job, I trained to become a hypnotherapist because I'd always been fascinated with the power of the mind. Started doing that, and after uh, a couple of a couple more years, when our second child was on the way, I thought, you know what, I am enjoying this. This feels much more like my calling. Uh, and so we left Los Angeles, moved to Northern California, and up once we got up there through some other hypnotherapists, I heard about uh, EFT, emotional freedom technique, this tapping technique. So I went to a conference and went through this training and thought, wow, this is really interesting. And after, uh, after a while, I started to introduce it as a, at the very end of my hypnotherapy sessions. And little by little, they became tapping sessions where I still did a little bit of hypnotherapy at the end. So that's... Uh, that's how I sort of got into this business. And then when I started creating some online uh, tapping rounds, and uh, then I created a video on YouTube, I thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool? Because when YouTube was new, I thought, wouldn't it be really great if there was a video, a short tapping video that people could use to start their day? And I called it Tap of the Morning. And uh, that was all I ever intended to do. <laughs> and then, uh, that's a clever title. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and like six months later, I thought, you know, I should probably do a video for tap of the evening, something that people could end their day with. Then a couple months later, I had another idea for a video. I thought, what the heck, I'll, I'll put another YouTube video up. And then I started having more and more ideas about things that I thought would help people and, you know, little uh, five to 10 minute tapping rounds. And uh, so now I've got almost 700 videos. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's, that's a great story. So you were on a soap opera. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah, I'm not a doctor, but I played one on TV. <laughs> yeah, you can you can actually say that. Yeah, I can, <laughs> and too often do, according to my kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah, you make them uh, look at the trophy every day, yeah. right? From uh, <laughs> yeah. hypnotherapy and EFT and tapping. Kind of walk us through what that involves, what it is. The tapping process, emotional freedom technique, originally was based on um, acupuncture. So a psychologist named Roger Callahan had been working with using traditional therapy with a woman with a lifelong fear of water. And after a year and a half of working with her, uh, the best they could do is she could be sitting near the swimming pool, but she had to be looking away from it. And, and even that was difficult. He had been taking a course in acupressure and learning about these meridians. So for thousands of years in Chinese medicine, they've said there's a flow of energy through the body along pathways called meridians. And when the energy is flowing naturally, we experience uh, a natural state of health and well-being. And when this energy gets stuck in some way, then we don't feel so good. And so a traditional acupuncturist would stick needles in key points to stimulate the healthy flow of energy. So having learned a little bit about this, uh, Dr. Callahan asked her what kind of symptoms she felt when she was uh, experiencing this fear of water. And she said, well, the biggest one is a knot in my stomach. And he said, okay. I've learned that the, uh, the point for the um, stomach, one of the points, is right under the eye. And he said, let's see what happens. And he tapped under her eye for just a moment. And she suddenly said, it's gone. He said, what's gone? She goes, the fear. And she runs out of the house down to the swimming pool. And he said, wait, stop. And she goes, it's okay. I, 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 don't, I know that I don't know how to swim. But she got down next to the swimming pool and was splashing water in her face with absolutely no negative reaction. And uh, naturally, Dr. Callahan thought, hmm. That's very interesting. <laughs> and he started uh, experimenting with his other clients and found that by tapping on different meridian points that, uh, that an acupuncturist would stick needles in, and he was just tapping with his fingertips, that by tapping on these different points, he was helping his clients resolve their emotional issues. And basically within a year, he put himself out of business because all of his clients were now feeling fine. And so he started teaching this process. And uh, one of his first students was a gentleman named Gary Craig, who slightly changed the process and called it emotional freedom technique, EFT. And now a lot of us use it and a lot of people just call it tapping. And it's just this simple process of tapping with our fingertips on these different places on the face and the body. And admittedly, it, it looks a little strange. <laughs> I know that if I said to a bunch of people, hey, if I could teach you a really simple technique that just take a few minutes that would reduce stress like nobody's business, it would help you improve your health, your finances, your relationships. Would you be interested? And people would say, oh, yeah, definitely. And then I'd say, okay, here, take your fingertips and tap here on your face. And people would say, you know what? I'm, I'm good, actually. My life's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but as strange as it looks, it, uh, it's incredibly effective. People in all walks of life, there are people uh, you know, at the highest levels of achievement, um, Super Bowl winning, uh, World Series winning athletes who are using tapping to enhance their performance in all kinds of different careers. Now, one of the other things we found, there's uh, been some modern research done, a lab study done, where with tapping, they showed a dramatic um, reduction in cortisol levels. So cortisol is one of the stress hormones. So when we go into fight or flight, our body starts pumping stress uh, cortisol so that we're either strong enough to fight something or fast enough to run away. And uh, that was really great, you know, 10,000 years ago when our threats were more life-threatening. But nowadays, we have that same kind of stress response 
when someone looks at us cross-eyed or when we have an imaginary fear about taking some uh, new action, about calling someone on the phone, asking someone out on a date, uh, going on a job interview, we get the same stress response. So that's the sympathetic nervous system. And then the parasympathetic nervous system is when the body says, the mind and body says, okay, it's, we can now calm down and we start thinking more clearly. Our thought process returns to the uh, prefrontal cortex. We think more creatively. So the tapping stimulates that uh, that return to the prefrontal cortex. It stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system. So if we look at it from that standpoint, we can see how it can be so beneficial in so many different areas of life. I am somewhat familiar with the, I've seen the maps of the acupuncture. And then I actually had, I had a friend back when I was in the Navy that he had a terrible shoulder injury and he had gone through one or two surgeries and it didn't help it. And he went to an acupuncturist and uh, within a couple of weeks, the acupuncture really helped him. I mean, almost relieved him of all his pain. So is the concept acupuncture, acupressure, is it all the same physiology or is it different? It seems to be. I mean, at this point in time, we we have theories about how it's working, about how acupuncture works, about the, you know, the flow of energy. There are different studies that have done saying there's this polyvagal system in that is what that's what's being stimulated with the um, tapping or, or with and with acupuncture. We're, we're still figuring out <laughs> exactly what is the process, how uh, if the uh, stimulating the meridian points is what causes the uh, reduction in cortisol, what causes the um, reduction in stress or if these are two different um, responses to the same process. So uh, we're, we're still in the process of figuring that out. In the meantime, we're enjoying the benefits. <laughs> Does it take a while for the tapping to work? In the case of the lady who was uh, afraid of the water, it was that instant or does it usually take a month or what is the usual time frame? So with the, the case of uh, Mary and the fear of water, the, the original case, it's what we call a one minute wonder. And we often find that. Now, the problem is that people hear that. And so they expect the tapping is going to be a one minute wonder. And if it doesn't happen instantaneously, they say it's not working. And I'll say, well, that's like doing three sit-ups and saying, well, I don't have a six-pack. <laughs> this doesn't work. <laughs> Sometimes it's a more gradual process. We can usually see a reduction in a stress response. So if someone is uh, upset about something that's going on, we can usually see results in that um, very quickly within a matter of minutes, if, if not a matter of seconds sometimes. Bigger uh, life changes can take a lot longer because there's so many different aspects that are um, that might be involved. What are the typical problems that somebody comes to you with? So what are the maybe the top five? It seems like stress would be one of them. Yeah. So and, and it's usually stress in relation to some things. So folks will come to me for um, career issues, trying to move f forward in their careers. And so we're working at overcoming the fears of success, the fears of failure. What are the different beliefs that stop them from doing what they want to do, from being who they want to be? Uh, it may be relationship issues, overcoming personality things. It's like, okay, you know, I'm always angry at my family. All right, well, so what's going on in there? There's, there's some kind of fear, some kind of challenge. What is that rooted in? And a lot of times it's going back to past issues that are unresolved. It, you know, could be things that happened in childhood that are unresolved and there's stuck energy in the in the mind body. So with that tapping, we can release that. We can resolve a lot of emotional issues from the past 
uh, as well as the present, so that we have this freedom to to make different choices, making different choices with how we respond to other people, making different choices with how we uh, eat or exercise, making different choices with how we um, function with money. So those are the big things, um, career issues, uh, financial issues sometimes. Uh, a lot of people work on using tapping for health issues. Some people work with serious diseases. That's not my area of expertise, um, although I have worked with people on different uh, different health issues, sometimes getting into better shape, uh, weight loss, uh, craving, overcoming cravings. For three years, I worked at uh, Sacramento Drug Court. That's a court-ordered program for people coming out of jail um, for drug offenses, and it's a recovery program. And so I was teaching tapping as a tool for recovery. Wow. Are the therapies usually complementary with something else? So is it tapping and meditation or tapping and acupuncture? Yeah, I always look at it as a complementary therapy. I mean, it can be done as a standalone. In the process of the tapping, I'm saying things. And so sometimes there's hypnotic language. Sometimes there's NLP in the languaging that I'm using. Sometimes there's uh, CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy, and and reframing and, and different things that are going on as we go through the tapping process. And one of the ways that I see it working is the, the tapping is we're reducing stress in the process of learning new ways of looking at things. So if we, if we go to look at a past event that was upsetting, we have a stress response. So naturally, we're not really going to want to go and look at that. <laughs> That's going to be very difficult to look at it in a different way because it, it's like um, if you put your hand on, a, on the hot burner on a stove um, when you're young, you might learn, oh, never put my hand on the stove. Now, the correct lesson is don't put your hand on the stove if it's, if it's on and it's hot. <laughs> For someone, if they have a misunderstanding about that, they may never be able to go near a stove. And they're going to have a stress response every time they go near a stove, maybe even, tie, even going into the kitchen. And so they're not going to be able to deal with that. So with the tapping, if we re- reduce the stress, then that person has the freedom to look at and go, oh, okay, I had a misunderstanding here. It was not that I can't be near the stove. It's just that when it's red, don't put your hand on it. I have to ask the obvious question because I would think one of the bigger barriers when people come to you is kind of what you referred to earlier. They're they're like, are you kidding me? You want me to tap? How do you get somebody past that? Yeah. Um, Fortunately, at this point, I don't have to deal with that very much because I have almost 700 videos on YouTube. So by the time someone comes to me, they've already gotten themselves over it. You know, either they've they've watched, you know, if someone looks at a video and says that's stupid, they've already said no. Now, a lot of these people come back to it later because people have said, have you tried tapping? It's like, yeah, I thought it was stupid. Oh, you should really try it again. And then they come in and they go, oh, wow, there's really something to this. And I think part of it, we're naturally resistant to change. You know, we, we crave homeostasis. We want things to be familiar. Even if our lives aren't great, even if, even if our lives are crappy, part of us goes, it's my crap. I know where it is. I know where it goes. I know how to handle it. So we, we struggle with change. So um, for someone who's, who doesn't want to change, EFT is, is brilliant because they can look at it and say, oh, well, that's too stupid. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to try that. If it didn't look if it didn't look silly, then they'd have no excuse for not trying it. <laughs> Somebody's really resistant to it. So when someone says, "Oh, that's so stupid, it doesn't work," I, I I know. Okay, you're afraid of change, you know. And they'll say, "Oh yeah, where's the research?" And I'll send them a link because there's been a lot of research done. There's over 60 studies in uh, in peer-reviewed journals 
there's you know quite a few double-blind uh, gold standard tests that have been done showing the effectiveness. But these people are like, oh yeah, right. <laughs> and, I, and I totally understand. It's just that please don't tell me that this simple technique is going to help me change because I can't handle change. During my time in Hollywood, I attended Ringling Brothers Clown College. So by the time I learned tapping, it was not the silliest thing I'd ever done. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot easier for me to to take it on. <laughs> which, which I recently saw after like, what, 120 years, they went out of business. They decided to, uh, to close it down. Well, P.T. Barnum had said, clowns and elephants are the pegs that you hang a circus on. And once they got rid of the elephants... The clowns just couldn't hold the weight anymore. <laughs> so uh, that's that was sort of the uh, the, the death toll for uh, for the circus, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Say somebody comes to you and they're stressed out at work. What's the typical cycle through this? Is it forever, or do you teach them how to do it and tell them to a certain amount of time per day, or when you need it? How does that work? For me, I always suggest people to tap on a daily basis. Because to me, it's like energetic hygiene. So, you know, we have physical hygiene. We brush our teeth. We take a shower. We don't usually wait for a couple of weeks until people are holding their noses around us. And we go, oh, maybe it's time that I take a shower. Maybe maybe now I should brush my teeth. <laughs> we, we just do it as a regular discipline, uh, as upkeep, before we need it. So with stress, stress is always building up, just just like the, the gunk in your teeth. <laughs> so... But while we, we know to brush our teeth and floss our teeth, most of us have never learned a technique for, um, for brushing our energy. And so it builds up, and the next thing you know, someone says, hey, how you doing, or, or something, and we blow up at them. because, and, and we don't even know why, because we're under all this pressure that's been building up, and we've been telling ourselves, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, and we're not. <laughs> You know, so I recommend, you know, at least a little bit of tapping on a daily basis. And that was uh, part of the reason for me creating the YouTube videos is it's a very simple, it's a free way that people can go on and do it. Now, for making bigger shifts, then it's better to work with a professional one-on-one. -on -one. And some people will do it ongoing, um, just as, a, you know, just like some people go to a massage therapist every week or, or once a month or whatever it may be. I have some clients who come to me weekly. I have some clients who come, you know, once every month or something like that, just for, uh, you know, to to move through whatever might be holding them back on um, whatever the, uh, you know, whatever they're trying to work on. Do you spend full time doing tapping with clients, or do you, you work on other projects? Tapping is my full time job. I I see. Uh, I only see a few clients. That's a very small part of my um, press. I have online programs. Uh, I do live workshops. Uh, go around the. Um, actually, I was just in Chicago, um, not uh, just just last summer, doing a workshop. So uh, that's that's my favorite part is getting out, and actually being in a room with a group of people and uh, and doing the tapping because the energy is fantastic. So I'm off to off to Australia in a couple of months to do some workshops down there. Oh wow, that's great! W one more question, and then you said you want to share an example. But what is your day like with tapping? Do you practice it every morning, evening? How does that work? Yeah, I, I do some tapping first thing in the morning just to sort of uh, get myself ready for the day, um, especially because first thing in the morning I exercise. And sometimes when I roll out of bed, I'm not excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever there it is that we want to do to make our lives better, we're, we're often feeling resistance to that. But the person inside of us who can do it and wants to do it 
Uh, sometimes it's just a few taps away. So that's how I start my day is sort of tapping into that person who says, oh, yeah, let's get it going. Let's uh, let's exercise. And uh, it just helps me um, focus for the day. And then and then after exercising, I'll do a, a little bit just on, on some subject to, to help me uh, clear my head and get focused for whatever projects I'm going to work on. Yeah, that's great. So you are going to take me and our listeners through a tapping exercise, correct? That would be awesome to do. Yeah, I, I always like to give people a uh, literally hands-on experience of, uh, of what this is. So what are we going to tap on, Dan? <laughs> I don't know. This is a low carb and I think a lot of people focus on their health. And so mm -hmm. maybe something health related or stress. It seems that everybody is stressed out. So that may be a good topic as well. So let's do this. There are things that we can do to be healthier. Uh, most of us know what to do. <laughs> it's just a matter of actually doing it. <laughs> I think it was uh, General Schwarzkopf who said that. The problem isn't knowing what to do. We know what to do. The problem is just doing what we know how right. to do. The low-carb diets are out there. The exercise programs are out there. Uh, but we find ourselves going, uh, no, I just don't know what I should be doing. Well, that's because there's something resisting, resistant to change. Totally understandable. What I'd like to, everyone to do is go ahead and close your eyes, take a deep breath in and hold it, and let it go. And with your eyes closed now, just breathing comfortably, just notice what you're feeling physically. Notice what you're feeling emotionally. And I want you to imagine yourself, maybe looking in a full-length mirror, and, and see your healthiest version of yourself in that mirror. First of all, ask yourself on a scale of 0 to 10, how, how much you're there. Or, you know, if that's already you, if you're already at that level, you're already a 10. If, uh, if you're nowhere near that, you know, somewhere down towards 0. And ask yourself, what would I need to do to be that person, to have that level of health? that kind of energy, that kind of body, that resiliency in terms of stress. And then ask yourself, how willing am I to do that, to do what it takes to be this healthier version of yourself? And if uh, and rate that on a scale of 0 to 10, notice what thoughts, beliefs, and memories might come up as to why you might feel resistance to that. And if the number is low, don't judge yourself for that. That's a good thing. It's, it's, it's good that we know what that is. Too often people don't know that, and so they just beat themselves up for not doing more. And it's just allowing yourself to see, oh, there's resistance there. That's why I'm not doing it. And just being aware of what's going on in there. Take another deep breath and open your eyes. Now, uh, the thing with this tapping program is it, it is uh, called an emotional freedom technique because it deals with emotions. So as we tap into it, we're going to be shifting around and looking at different things and we might uncover some uh, some emotional stuff that's that's already there, but maybe you've been ignoring it or repressing it. You know, you might feel some emotional discomfort come up, some stress uh, as you look at that. It's like if you're cleaning your room and it looks clean, but then you shift the sofa and you find dirty laundry underneath. It's like, oh, now my room looks dirtier, even though that was already there. So here's the thing: that it's that's usually not a problem. We usually with the tapping clear that out and you feel much better. It's like clearing out that laundry so that the room really is clean. But if you've been going through some emotional stuff, you've just had a terrible breakup or you've lost somebody in your life, um, you may want to wait until you've got someone there for emotional support or uh, work with a professional. So if you've got some, uh, if you, you know, move that sofa and find a barrel of toxic waste under there, then I'm going to encourage you not to, to tap along at this point. You have to take full responsibility for your own well-being if you choose to tap. And I don't mean that to sound scary because it's a very safe process, a very gentle process. 
it's only in those uh, extreme cases where there's um, a lot of emotional stuff going on there. With that said, what we're going to do is we're going to take um, – you can tap with either hand. You can tap with both hands at the same time. Just for the sake of demonstration, I'm going to say, go ahead and take your right hand and using the fingertips of your index and middle finger, tap gently on the side of your left hand. So right there between the wrist and the pinky, you know, call that the karate chop point, because if you were going to use a karate chop to break some boards, you'd use that edge of your hand right there. And it's just a light tap, tap, tap motion, gently tapping there. As, as we go through the different points, we generally tap between five and ten times. Sometimes I'll say a phrase that's a little bit longer, so we may end up tapping the point 20 times. It's fine. It's not like it only works if you do it ten to, five to ten times. So uh, it's a very forgiving process. And on the side of the hand is where we do uh, what we call the setup. Say if you were feeling stress, I would say, okay, on a scale of zero to ten, how much stress do you have? And if the person said eight, I'd say, okay, great. So then we would tap on the side of the hand. Even though I have all this stress, I choose to love and accept myself. We'd say that three times, and then we'd tap through the different points. Uh, the first point is the eyebrow point. So right the middle, um, basically in the middle of the face, uh, right there at the beginning of the eyebrow, one, one of the other eyebrows, and gently tap in there, and we'd say all this stress. You'd follow your eyebrow down to the corner of your eye, the outside uh, corner of your eye socket, and gently tap in there. We'd say all this stress point is right under the eye. And so go, go ahead and everyone um, be tapping these points as I describe them. And tapping right under the middle of the eye, right above the cheek, all this stress. Right under the nose, just above the upper lip, all this stress. Right under the lower lip at the top of the chin, all this stress. The next point is the collarbone point. If you feel where your collarbones come together, or just about come together, there's a little U-shape at the base of your throat. Go ahead and make a fist and tap right there um, on, those, on the end points of the two collarbones. All this stress. Next point is under the arm. It's about four inches below the armpit. It's right about bra strap level, and I'm sure even the guys can figure <laughs> out where that one is. <laughs> so just tap with your fingers there. All this stress. And the last point we're going to tap is the top of the head. So with all of your fingertips, just tapping around a little circle um, around the crown of your head, all this stress, and then take a deep breath. And then I'd ask the person again, okay, now where would you rate your stress on a scale of 0 to 10? And in most cases, the number would have come down. Sometimes it comes down from an 8 to a 0 like that. Sometimes it goes from an 8 to a 7.95 to a 7.75, um, and it comes down gradually depending on circumstances are going on there. So, so these are the points that we're going to use. Now, as we go through this, we're gonna, we'll do more than one round, um, and I'll be using different languaging. But uh, for the very basics of tapping, that's, that's all it is, is you identify whatever is bothering you. Say, even though I have this issue, I choose to love and accept myself, uh, tap on the karate chop point. And then tap through those points, and you can just repeat this issue, this issue, this issue, and then take a deep breath. And in 99 out of 100 times, 99.9 .9 out of 100 times, we're going to feel at least some relief. Sometimes very subtle, and sometimes it's very profound. With that said, um, we're going to go through around here. So, Dan, if you will be my echo, uh, echo voice and repeat back the phrases that I say. Okay. So I'll say phrases. I'll, I'll tell you what point to tap, and then I'll say a phrase. Uh, you'll repeat the phrase back, and then everyone else just uh, tapping where I say and repeating my phrase along with Dan. 
going back to whatever that number was in terms of um, how willing you are feeling to do what it takes to achieve your health goals, side of the hand, even though I'm resisting being healthier. Even though I'm resisting being healthier. I choose to love and accept myself. I choose to love and accept myself. Even though I'm resisting being healthier. Even though I'm resisting being healthier. I choose to love and honor myself. I choose to love and honor myself. Even though I'm resisting being healthier. Even though I'm resisting being healthier. And I don't want to admit that. And I don't want to admit that. But there are things that I could do. But there are things that I could do. To improve my health. To improve my health. And I'm not doing them. And I'm not doing them. So I'm resisting being healthier. So I'm resisting being healthier. And even though I'm resisting being healthier. And even though I'm resisting being healthier. I choose to deeply and completely. I choose to deeply and completely. Love, honor, and accept myself. Love, honor, and accept myself. And maybe anyone else. And maybe anyone else. Who might contribute to this resistance. Who might contribute to this resistance. Tapping the eyebrow point. All this resistance to being healthier. All this resistance to being healthier. Side of the eye. All this resistance to being healthier. All this resistance to being healthier. Under the eye. All this resistance to doing what it takes. All this resistance to doing what it takes. Under the nose. Because I know what it takes. Because I know what it takes. Under the mouth. There are things that I could do. There are things that I could do. Collarbone. That would improve my health. That would improve my health. Under the arm. Maybe changing my diet. Maybe changing my diet. Top of the head. Maybe changing my exercise routine. Maybe changing my exercise routine. Eyebrow point. Or starting an exercise routine. Or starting an exercise routine. Side eye. And part of me says, I don't want to. And part of me says, I don't want to. I, I, I don't want to have to exercise. I don't want to have to exercise. Out of the nose. I don't want to eat healthier. I don't want to eat healthier. Out of the mouth. I want to be healthier. I want to be healthier. Collarbone. I just don't want to do what it takes. I just don't want to do what it takes. Out of the arm. And I love and appreciate myself. And I love and appreciate myself. Top of that, even though I'm resistant. Even though I'm resistant. Eyebrow point. I choose to clear the need. I choose to clear the need. Side eye to beat myself up for this. To beat myself up for this. Under the eye. Because I'll resist doing what it takes. Because I resist doing what it takes. Under the nose. And then I'll get angry at myself for that. And then I'll get angry for my myself for that out of the mouth i'll look in the mirror i'll look in the mirror collarbone and say mean things to myself and say mean things to myself out of the arm and i choose to stop that now and i choose to stop that now top of the head because i'm just trying to take care of myself because i'm just trying to take care of myself eyebrow point not in logical ways not in logical ways side eye but old emotional ways but old emotional ways out of the eye and I'm clearing the fears. And I'm clearing the fears. Out of the nose, clearing the doubts. Clearing the doubts. Out of the mouth, clearing the resistance. Clearing the resistance. Column that stops me from taking action. That stops me from taking action. Out of the arm, to allow myself to feel healthier. To allow myself to feel healthier. Top of the head, what am I afraid of? What am I afraid of? Eyebrow point, what am I afraid would happen? What am I afraid that would happen? Sadia, if I were healthier. If I were healthier. Out of the eye. Maybe I'd feel more attractive. Maybe I'd feel more attractive. Out of those, and people would come on to me. And people would come on to me. On the mouth. And who needs that headache? <laughs> and who needs that headache? Collarbone. Maybe relationships feel dangerous. Maybe relationships feel dangerous. 
on the arm, and maybe I've convinced myself. And maybe I've convinced myself. Top of that, that I can avoid all that trouble. That I can avoid all that trouble. Eyebrow point, by resisting being healthier. By resisting being healthier. Sorry, I have all these reasons. I have all these reasons. For resisting greater health. For resisting greater health. Out of the nose. But no good reasons. But no good reasons. Out of the mouth. So I'm clearing these reasons. So I'm clearing these reasons. Collarbone. I love and appreciate that part of me. I love and appreciate that part of me. On the arm. That has been resistant. That has been resistant. Top of that. Thinking that that helped me. Thinking that that helped me. Eyebrow point. I'm clearing that fear. I'm clearing that fear. Sadia, it's okay for me to be healthier. It's okay for me to be healthier. Adia, it's safe for me to be healthier. It's safe for me to be healthier. Out of the nose, it's good for me to be healthier. It's good for me to be healthier. Out of the mouth, and I can handle doing what it takes. And I can handle doing what it takes. Collarbone, I could even enjoy doing what it takes. I could even enjoy doing what it takes. Out of the arm, and I'm clearing my doubts about that. And I'm clearing my doubts about that. Top of the part of me says, no way. Part of me says, no way. Eyebrow point. But I really could enjoy it. But I really could enjoy it. Sade, I could enjoy getting healthier. I could enjoy getting healthier. I'm clearing all the doubts about that. I'm clearing all the doubts about that. Out of the nose. And I choose to love myself. And I choose to love myself. Out of mouth. Exactly as I am right now. Exactly as I am right now. Collarbone. And I'm loving myself so much. And I'm loving myself so much. Out of the arm. That I'm doing what it takes to be healthier. That I'm doing what it takes to be healthier. Top of the head, in body, mind, and spirit. In body, mind, and spirit. Take a deep breath. Close your eyes, take a deep breath. Imagine looking in that mirror again and thinking about what it's going to take to be healthier. And ask yourself again on a zero to ten, zero, uh, scale of 0 to 10 how willing you are to do what it takes. And hopefully that number has come up. Hopefully you feel more at peace with the idea of doing what it takes to be healthier. And so that's how, how we do it. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I've never done that. And we are kind of coming to the end of our time. I appreciate you taking all of us through that example. If somebody's interested in this, where can they find you? Where can they find all your resources? Because it sounds like you have a ton of resources out there. Yeah, I do. Thanks. Uh, it's, um, you can find me at my website tapwithbrad.com went through several different website names and finally i people kept saying on youtube oh i'm always telling everybody tap with brad tap with brad it's like hmm <laughs> there's something to that so, <laughs> so just go at tapwithbrad.com and uh, you'll see all the different kind of resources i have including a link to uh, my youtube videos uh, you can also just go on youtube and put in brad yates and you'll see a bunch of videos on, on all kinds of different issues, health issues, emotional issues, um, physical issues, financial issues, uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, that's great. And we'll uh, link the your website to our show notes and everything else. So we'll connect. Oh. I would encourage our listeners. It's not a mainstream concept, but you know, acupressure and acupuncture and meditation and massage it. It really does give you beneficial effects, and so I think I think if people would explore this tapping, I think it could really help some of them. And it's it's getting more mainstream. Like I said, the, there are videotapes of uh, of pro athletes. Uh, you can see them like in the in the dugout tapping, and uh, so people at all kinds of uh, all kinds of professions are finding that once they get over the initial resistance to it looks kind of strange. 
and you can do it at home. You don't, no one has to see it. <laughs> but um, but so many people are finding that it really enhances the quality of their lives. Yeah, that's wonderful. Would you have any closing comments that you would advice you'd like to give our listeners? The the last thing I always say to people is one of the most important things is learning to love yourself. Uh, and we already do at some level, even when we're not taking care of ourselves and we're beating ourselves up for that. I like to say that self-sabotage is simply misguided self-love. You know, even when we're eating the whole box of cookies in one sitting, <laughs> Uh, it seems like self-sabotage, but it's only because something inside of us says, I don't feel good right now. Cookies make me feel better. I'm taking care of myself right now. So all of the uh, so-called negative habits that we have are there because part of our mind believes it's taking care of us. So, so self-sabotage is simply misguided self-love. We want to learn to find healthier ways to love ourselves. And through the tapping, clearing out the reasons why you couldn't or shouldn't, clearing out the reasons why you may believe that you're unlovable. Um, as Lucille Ball said, learn to love yourself and then everything else falls into place. <laughs> yeah, that's great advice. Well, Brad, we are out of time. I just wanted to thank you for being on the show. This has been really interesting to me. And so I'm going to check out your resources and maybe incorporate some of the tapping into my, my day. Excellent. Well, thank you, Dan. I really appreciate this opportunity. Yep. And thank you for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for being with us today, and we hope that you are on the road to your successful low-carb lifestyle. Become a leader in your health and a leader in life. Check us out at www.thelowcarbleader.com. And remember to join Dan again next time on the Low Carb Leader Podcast.